Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 73, and today it's a preview for our trip to spring training and possibly Mark Church. Guys, we were supposed to have Mark Church going to join us today. The weather in Arizona has not been great. It's delayed some things. He got pushed back. He was supposed to throw yesterday. Hopefully, we're going to get Mark Church. We may have to even do it old school. We have to do it from our desk and yeah. do that. Yeah, that's fine. I can not put on pants. There we go. There we go. Just yeah. you'll see us from here up, and you won't. You know, of course, you can see a lot of me <laughs> from here down. So doing that. But anyway, so even if we don't have Mark Church, we are heading out next week, and that's something we're excited about. It is. It is. Um, but yeah, the the weather looks like I looked at the the forecast. It looks like it's going to be okay. But uh, today is Thursday, the second. Right. Yesterday in Arizona, the Rangers had the the two games, and they both were called in the seventh inning because rain hit the area. Right. Uh, Mark was scheduled to pitch, um, and 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 did not. He was backing up today in Maryvale. Um. So we'll, we'll see. We're we're gonna get him on. I I feel good about it. He wants to do it. He's a good good kid. And yeah. He turns twenty two. I think at the end of the month uh, on opening day for Rangers opening day, he turns twenty two. So. Uh, good kid, interesting story. Yeah, so, I've got I've looked uh, up some stuff yeah. on him. But it's like, you know, guys, we'll find out that we've got somebody coming on here. Oh, yeah. And we never tweet it out right away. Because right. we're like, oh, these schedules, these guys are going all the time. And they'll yeah. look you right in the face and go, let's do it. You know, and then all of a sudden, well, guess what? Today yeah. I've got to do this or right, do that. Right. Or they've called an early meeting or whatever. But if we don't get Mark Church on here... Really, next week though we're going to be there, and we're we going to have him. a lot of little. Yeah, video. no, we already got. I already got Dane Acker set up for next week, and uh, we can get Mark. I'm sure he'd love to do it. So we're going to have we're going to have guys uh, trying to get get you know because minor league camp starts next week, and, right? Uh, we're trying to get uh, maybe maybe some bigger fish also. Right. So uh, we're we're going to be busy though out there. I can tell you that, and um, and that's that's good. I mean, spring training, you know, when <clears throat> the first couple weeks before minor league camp. It, it's great, you know. It's but it's just the big the guys in major league spring training that you're focused on. The minor leaguers are there, right? A lot of them are there, uh, and, but they they do stuff uh, in the afternoon usually, um, just so you know the big leaguers right. ha- have everything they need, right? Um, but but once uh, once once minor league camp starts, they go all day. They work out in the morning. They play games in the afternoon. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. It, it's it's guys you you don't know and it's you know there's a lot of guys you do know and then the, the spring roster will get pared down eventually you know next Thursday the 9th is an off day and usually that's when uh the the club officials will meet and discuss you know what do they need to do and and shortening the roster you know as as the the major league pitchers who are going to be in the rotation and are for sure on the team they need the cactus game innings right and so there's just fewer and fewer innings for the guys who are going to be in the minors, like Jack Leiter and yeah. Kyle so I, I was thinking that so either. they're 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 going to get moved down at some point and and uh, possibly before we get there or and, right, and right get after. on schedule for um, the start of minor league camp and so that they can get on schedule for the start of their seasons. Right. And, um. You know, it doesn't mean they did anything wrong. It's just mm. just time time for them to get get <laughs> going on to their seasons and um it, and then it, it takes part uh, you know during minor league camp so. Uh, there'll be some moving pieces uh, while we're there. Um, 
but we're going to see a lot of guys. Yep. We're, a lot of guys. A lot of videos. We'll be doing a lot of videos. I mean, yes, we'll we'll try to get to games that they have every day, but there may be days when there's a game and we just go, I might just go out to the backfields, catch some minor league stuff and put some videos out on the YouTube channel. By the way, go subscribe to that. Hey, guys, this is spring training, and you know what it's brought to us by. It's by, brought to us by Premier Properties. That's right. We got to bring that out. Hey, go to the website. You see it You see it here on the channel. You can go bump on there. Go to uh, go to uh, uh, rangerstoday.com. It's their full-blown real estate company. I happen to work for them, but they also manage all of my property. So if you're into real estate and investing, we'll bring this up again. Really, seriously, um, go in there and do it. Uh, I know that... Uh, everybody at some point in their life does something with real estate, whether yeah. they rent a house, whether they buy a house, sell a house, something sure. full blown real estate company, been in business for over 30 years. Uh, been there. I've been there 20. So, you know, there's a, been, been a long time, but uh, we got to thank premier properties once yeah. again, because they did sponsor us on this trip. Um, you know, I, I was trying to figure out what we could do today. Um, I know that you got, uh, you want to, you have a, an opinion on the pitch clock that you wanted to get into. Yeah, well, I, I think we just need to talk about it. Uh, it, it. It's 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 revolutionizing the game. And yeah, uh, and, and there are a lot of people who are- Upset I, with it. I don't, I don't get that. No. I just don't get that. You know, it's not, it's not changing baseball. It's still 27 outs and nine innings and three strikes to strike out a batter. And right. Uh, it's just cutting out all the, all the BS, right? You can't adjust your batting gloves every damn pitch. Yeah. There won't be a Mike Cargrove anymore. Yeah, exactly. the, the human rain delay right. is what they used to call or it. No, no, no Mar Garcia Parra oh, yeah. was that way. Uh, you, you just, it's, it's more like baseball that, that, right. you know, the, the, the average pace of play is, is, was over three hours last, last year for like the 11th straight season. Right. It's, it's, and it's, when there's not action in the game, when guys right. aren't hitting the ball and putting the ball in play, there needs to be there needs to be action. With there just needs to be action. It doesn't need to take so long between plays. So, right. um, you know, I I, th I think it's just going to be a good thing. It's gonna it's gonna cut down on it. You know, it can cut down on injuries. It right. can cut down on on uh, you know the time that you know guys are on their feet need a day off the next day. Well, they're not on their feet as long, you know, right. and, and, and it's going to make plays the, the play, the, the better, you know, cause, cause fielders are going to be engaged. They're not going to be lulled to sleep. And uh, when they have a ball hit to them and they're on their heels, they're, they're going to be into it. So I, I just think that it's, it's a good thing. Uh, now, now in fairness, I, I, I think even if you, you adjusted, to, adjusted it to 20 seconds, and 25 seconds instead of 15 and 20 as it is now that that might allow for a more beer sales and hot dog sales which i'm sure that uh that's that's going to be a concern i've seen that brought up right um you know but the the fact of the matter is that the base i just think the baseball is going to be better right yeah and, and i agree and the, i think some of the timing on the spring training games have gone a little bit uh, oh yeah they're it's moving ridiculous. right through them they're yeah. going like two and a half hours and per yeah perfect you know and 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 you know it worked in AAA. It shortened games in the minor leagues last year. Right. I mean, if Round Rock had a game last year, they played an hour fifty-seven. You know, a nine-inning <laughs> game. Yeah, that's great. And uh, now, and that I was mean, probably a little bit low scoring. It was or... like one to nothing. You know, Spencer <laughs> Howard, I think, it pitched the game, had a great outing. But the fact of the matter is that you don't need to spend four hours at a ballpark. It no. doesn't. It should not take four hours to play a nine-inning baseball game. Now there are going to be. There will still be three-hour games. You sure. know, there will be games where a guy can't find the strike zone. Yep. And even though he's not finding it quicker, it's still going to, you know, yep. it's still going to mount up, pile up, and there's still going to be mid inning pitching changes and all that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. 
but as a whole, the, the game is going to be faster. And I think, you know, they're looking to appeal to a younger demographic. I mean, you know, the, the thing about the NBA is the NBA has a clock. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm not, so does I'm the not, NFL. Right. I'm not, and I'm not comparing the, you know, NBA and baseball. You know, it's like apples and oranges, but, um, you know, you can, you can sit down at seven o'clock and know that you're going to be in bed at 10. Absolutely. You know, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to wait up until 11 for the damn game to end. So, uh, it, I just think that it's, it has the potential to do a lot of good for the sport and that's why they're trying it. Absolutely. And if it blows up on them, okay, maybe they can make they, a rule change. They can, they can adjust it by a few seconds, but I don't think the pitch clock is ever going to go away now, now that it's here. And I agree. And you and I know this, you know, way more than I do. I've only done this for five years, but, but as a parent of young kids, first of all, um, to keep them engaged. I mean, you start getting in. I know about, about me when I go to any game that I, I like to stay till the game ends, unless it's just a stupid blowout and you yeah. want to get out of there. But you know, those games last a long time. If you got small kids, it doesn't last, but in the press box, you know, as well as we do, we, we got to go down and talk to players after the game. There's right. things you got to do. I mean, you're talking about going to a normal game and pulling out of the, out of there at, for you writers getting it all written down, it's 1130 at night sometimes getting out. Or later, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'm sitting there downloading videos and anything I'm doing and getting out at 11. I mean, it's a long night. So it, it, it helps that. Now, so I like it. I mean, I have no problem yeah. with it. I, and I'm a purist who's followed baseball all these years. The pitch clock is so – do y'all not remember – the way basketball used to be when there was no pitch clock or, or when there was no man. clock on it and some team would just stall it. Four corners, baby. Yeah. Dean Smith. Yeah. yeah, they would just stall it out and, and the games would be low scoring because you, you get ahead of somebody and just stall it out. And, yeah. You know, play play keep away and, and not have to worry about it. But now you gotta put it on the gotta put it up on the glass at some point. And now the, a lot of those NBA games come down at the end, nobody's completely out of it because they have to go down and do those shots. And maybe yeah. unless they're twenty points down yeah. going in. Well, well, look, I mean forty forty years ago. Yeah. Uh, 30, 30 years ago, average, average pace of play was 230, 240. Right. Nobody was complaining. No. All right. Nobody was complaining about, about that. Right. And, and it's the same baseball. Right. As it is today. And so I don't, I don't know why there would be any, anybody who's, who I, I had a, I had an uncle, his name was uncle Cliff. And he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, lived in Evergreen, Colorado, which is where Brock Burke is from. Right. Uh, that's where my family's from. Um, and Uncle Cliff, you know, it, it, was, it takes a while to get to Denver from Evergreen. And, um, and they, you know, they paid, you know, season tickets. They're part of our season family season ticket package. And um, so when Uncle Cliff went to a game, he wanted to be there. Sure. Okay. He's like the only one I know who's ever wanted to be at a baseball game for a long, long time. Right. <laughs> So, so I'm sure well, there are me, a lot of, Al, I don't mind I'm it, sure there I, are a lot of uncle cliffs out there, but to sit through a game, you know, it, it, it can be pain. It can be mind numbing. It, it's terrible. It makes your stomach upset. You're just like, Oh my God. So, um, well here, and, and the reality of it too, for those of you going, well, look, you know what happened 30, 40 years ago, there was two hours and 30 minute games and they didn't have pitch clocks. Why are they doing that? Every pitcher used to pitch almost every inning of every game back then. You didn't have, all the stuff you do now. Where yeah. you, and I'm sorry, that it, game has changed. You yeah. have more strategies. It's a different game now as far as that goes. They're using yeah. the bullpen way more than they yeah. used to use it. Right. And so that that's part of it. But it, let's get the guy in and out and let's get, don't stand up there and throw over to first base 37 times. Yeah. Trying to yeah. keep that guy from stealing. Yeah, that, and that's another thing, you know, maybe, 
maybe there'll be more stolen bases. Maybe there won't be. Um, right. Maybe it becomes an advantage for like Bubba Thompson sure. and, and Leody to anybody that's fast. Sure. And um, so, but again, I just don't see from, from the baseball playing perspective, I don't see any negatives. I don't and, and I know that, you know, it doesn't mean the ball's going to be put in play more. Right. But it just means that the bad, you know, what, what some people think is bad baseball, is just going to happen quicker. <laughs> and, and, but there is, I just think there is going to be good, good baseball. And look, the Rangers this spring, have, you know, they've had some double digit run totals. And um, so it's not like, it's not like offense is lacking or no. anything. So I, ju- I just think that, that, and, and, and granted it's only been a week. Uh, I just think that the early returns are very, very favorable and that, Anybody who's worried about the the quality of baseball, uh, they're they're just being devil's advocate, sure. or you know, being sticks in the mud. I just yeah, think that- it, the, the, they're they're being the old timers who it was always better back then, and it was well, yeah. But the old timers like two hours and thirty minute games. Yep, you they know? did. It's it's might be people from the last twenty years. You know, absolutely, and, and don't know any other any don't know it any other way. It can baseball can be better, and absolutely. baseball needs to be better. Absolutely, and 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 it's, they've got to shorten in the game, bring some of the kids back into it too. That they yeah. can sit through and watch the game with a little more action. Even a game that's a pitching duel that's going back and forth because the pitcher's up there dealing, the, yeah. you know, and doing that. But you know, another thing I wanted to do. Um, you, you, we're not going to go through a full roster prediction. It's way too early, but some of the special things where we're sitting at right now. Now, one thing we talked about last week, guys, you guys know about this. We said it doesn't matter what's gone on in these games so far. It doesn't matter that Grossman hit two home runs in the first two games and what he's hitting or what. It means nothing. But still, we're kind of seeing the way that, that Bochy seems to be playing things. One thing I've noticed, too, is that uh, – when he tries to, he kind of puts out that A lineup that he's putting out. Um, Josh Young is batting seventh. Yeah. He's done it every time. But on the roster, let's talk about some certain things. Left field, do you think right now, if it were today, are we looking at Miller and Grossman? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I mean, Grossman has a major league deal. Yeah, no, he's going to he, be he's, here. He's yeah. on the, he's on the Unless team. Unless he's injured. And, and he, yeah. he hits, le- he hits left-handed pitching really well. Right. Um, and then, and then Brad Miller, who's been playing really only first base in DH, maybe he doesn't need to go out to left field just yet. Right. Uh, you know, with his uh, coming off the, the the injuries last year, maybe they're taking it easy and he doesn't need the pounding yet. But uh, I, I anticipate that's what it's going to be. You know, they got to uh, look, Brad, Brad Miller's off to a good start. Again, he, it, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. But um, he's, yes. He, he's, he's off to a good start. Though. He's healthy. He's in a better mood, you know. Right. Not that he's ever in a bad mood, but yeah, that's true. you can tell he was had some energy that he didn't have last year. And um so that's that's what I think. Um, you know, we we know who the position players are gonna be, the starters and all that. Right. The 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 one thing I have noticed in the box score so far is like where where some of the guys, the bench candidates are playing, like you've seen. Uh, Mark Mathias playing second base, which he's done a lot in the minors, but Smith's been playing short, but not in, yeah, not in the, um, not in the majors, a little first space for him. Um, you know, jo- Josh Smith as the, the shortstop, you know, this is something we've talked to Bruce Bochy about a couple times, you know, and, and this is like longstanding baseball tradition that your, your, your utility infielder has to be able to play shortstop. Right. And it's an absolute must. Right. That's different. The deal here, though. is though, is that Marcus Simeon can play shortstop. Right. But the question's been if if there's if there's gonna be a, a long term if Corey Seeger uh, goes down. Yeah. Decides to go into the 
Catholic church or something. Right. And, and you need it. You need a shortstop long-term. Is, is the, is Marcus Simeon better served just staying at second base or moving to shortstop? Right. And if the answer is to stay at second base, then you got to have Josh Smith on your roster because absolutely. he's he's a he's a better shortstop than probably both of them. right and defensively, you know, defensively. absolutely and yeah. and so uh, you know and he can play left field too um, but so I think you know that's why he's playing shortstop is they're they're the Rangers are really considering having a bench player who is a shortstop and when Corey Seager is off even if it's just for a day. Then Marcus Seaman stays at second base. Right. If Corey Seager has to go to the injured list, which he's done several times in his career, sure. Well, then you have your your shortstop right there. So, right. Uh, you know, I think th- those are the little things you kind of you kind of look at and you wonder about. Um, so, so, prediction on backup? Who would you say right now is your? I, I would th- I would think that that Josh Smith is on the team. Uh, okay. I mean that's I and I don't know if I predicted that I did the the roster prediction right before. Yeah, that was started. before anything. Going, that was before Grossman had had. And this will change even. again yeah. before sure. it all comes down. Just you know, if you read the tea leaves, and and the questions that we asked the manager and the way he answered that one in particular, it seems like they want somebody who can play shortstop. Okay. So um you know so so that's yeah and again these store these are typical spring training storylines right injuries. And who's who's in the bullpen and who's on the bench, right? Because you you pretty much know everything else, and um, so you know bullpen wise, you know, is Glenn Otto or Dane Dunning? Are they are they candidates? Like Glenn Otto has has a twelve twenty seven ERA after two outings, and he had a bad spring last year, but they liked the way he was throwing it, and he was the first guy they called up. So maybe he's just on his process. Dane Dunning, uh, today's game, uh, the, the he one run in three innings and he struck out five. Okay. You know, so, so I was is, driving here. I didn't, is he, a, is he a candidate to, to be in the bullpen? Uh, you know, Spencer Howard has some fans in camp. Uh, yeah. You know, they I've like his, that. they like his athleticism. They like his, his pitch mix. Is, is he a guy who's, who's a long reliever, you know, cause he's got, he's got a bigger arm than both of those I'm guys. I'm hearing some good Reagan stuff too. Reagan's has been unbelievable. He's hitting like ninety seven. Reagan's has been really, really good. Is he beefed up? I can't wait to see. He, him. he is bigger. Uh, that's it's noticeable. Um, uh, but he's just been a bulldog. Like his bullpens have been great. Uh, his, the way he's pitched has been very, very good. So you know, do you do you flirt with with him as, as a reliever? He, you know, given his injury history, I don't know. You know, but hey, if <laughs> Bruce Bochy said he wants the thirteen best pitchers. He, Whether, does, he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't care if you don't have a if you're not lefty normally, in the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't care if you are a developing pitcher. But Reagan's has major league base, major league time. Yep. And you know, and it's also it's not a terrible way to continue his development, letting him learn in the bullpen. You know, the Rangers did it a lot in the past. I mean, Derek Holland you know, was was a reliever. Yeah, a good reliever. Much of, much of his first season, and so um, you just kind of. Yeah. There are a lot of possibilities, yeah. but, and you wonder about that with, with Reagan's and, and guys like that. Absolutely. So, it's, so if you're looking at your bullpen right now, you'd say the closer is either between Hernandez and Leclerc. I would say Leclerc, by the way, not going to play in the WBC. They just announced that. Today. Oh, okay. It's got next difference. Yeah. Nothing major. Yeah, you know, that's Ivaldi's got that little thing. On that, his that's stuff that's coming up too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, the Mets are concerned about Edwin Diaz. Pitching in back-to-back games, now right? The cl- you know, the closer for the Dominican team. 
Did you guys not, did the Mets not consider that before signing him? Yeah. No, not before signing him, but why, why now on March 2nd, does that come up? Why didn't it come up on January 3rd? You know, when they, or last season, when they knew he wanted to play in the WBC, why didn't it come up? You know, so it just seems like teams are trying to find excuses. Yeah, well, they're looking at injuries that are happening I know, around the I, league, I, and they're doing. But no, I, I totally agree. You know, you know, I, you probably should have. You could have easily gone to the Dominican, and if is that is he plays for the yeah. Dominican, and gone. Hey, look, he wants to play. Just, just an FYI, no back to backs. All right, yeah. so let's try to work that back to back. Unless he's built up towards the end, yeah. check with us first. But let's do it. Look, I, I really think that Jose Leclerc could probably pitch through this next thing. All right. Oh sure. I mean, the first game's not until the 11th, so that's nine days from now. Right. You know, and I, I know there's the, you know, that you Darvish had the big neck thing in 2014, which caused uh, Nick Martinez to, you know, right. make the opening day roster. Well, I don't know if he made the opening day roster technically, but he started the Rangers' fifth game. Right. Um, out of nowhere. And that's why Tanner Shepard was the opening day starter. <laughs> I still remember that. So, but my, my, my point is, it just seems like, Teams are looking for an excuse yep. to not send their players to the WBC, and I feel bad for for Jose because um, he is is a good pitcher. You know, he hasn't had this opportunity before, and you don't know if you're going to get it again. You know, right. who, who knows where he's going to be in four years? Uh, so that that's that's unfortunate for him. Um, but anyway, yes. he's going to be your bullpen. Hernandez is going to be your bullpen. They're looking pretty good at hard at Ian Kennedy. Uh, to okay. be closer and uh, non-roster deal, older guy, lots of okay. experience. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Brock Burke's name has, has come up as, as a potential closer. closer yeah. And that, those are kind of the four, I think, you know, I know Joe, Joe Barlow, our guest last week has closed, but his name really has been mentioned. But, but all four of those guys are bullpen. Candidates. Yeah. They're in the bullpen. Joe Barlow's in the so bullpen. So we're going to have an eight. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Kennedy's in the bullpen. Okay. Eight, eight relievers. So let's say uh, Leclerc Hernandez, Burke Hearn, Barlow, Barlow. Oh, so five. you got you got five. So then Odorizzi, Odorizzi, yes, six, right? He, he and he's going to make it. Yeah. But he, is he injured right now or something? He, he hasn't pitched. It's right. it's interesting. Yeah, and then there hasn't been a lot of news on that. But there are two other spots. So what are you going to do with those spots? Well, Brett Martin's injured. He goes on the sixty day IL, so you don't have that one. So, but because Reagan and because the bullpen or because the rotation is potentially short on innings, do you go with more uh, multi-inning guys? Right. So that opens the door for Glenn Otto and, and Cole Reagans. Right. Uh, if, if you or just. Or Dunning and Reagans. Right? Yeah. And right. And if Burke is just a one inning guy. Yeah. Then you really need another one or okay. maybe, and maybe two, uh, you know, where, where does that leave? Like the one inning guys, you know, like, you know, John King can pitch multiple innings, but, is, is is he better just in one inning? Right. Uh, Josh Spores, one inning guy. Uh, Lucas Jacobson, who I wrote a story on uh, Friday on the farm at he's Rangers the Today. Grand Prairie guy. No, no, he's a left-hander. He's been through a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, uh, you know he he's really been impressive. Mark Church has been impressive. Oh no, I mean, that's he's the never, name. He's I never pitched above double A. That's but why I was looking forward to. He's talking been very, to him. very impressive, and so. And then Spencer Howard. So there's a lot of a lot of possibilities, a lot of combinations. A lot of it's going to depend on the health of the rotation and how much they want to push them. But um, there are just so many possibilities right now. 
but you you seem to have an idea of who like six of the guys are. So there's really let's say there's two open bullpen spots, um, and then the bench. So if you predicted today, who would you say? Uh, I I mean, just listen listen into everything this off season. It seemed like they really want Otto for that spot. Okay. Um, so Otto and I, Reagan. I, I th- well, I don't know. Do you want to do that, Cole Reagan's? You know, and and I you know my pre my pre camp prediction was that Kyle Cody would be on the team. Oh, Kyle Cody's good, another man. Another name. Kyle Cody's good. So there are a lot of good arms. It's just a matter of you know the forty man roster will come right. into it. You know, how many spots can you clear? How many spots do you want to clear? You know, do you want to add uh, Ian Kennedy and Kyle Cody? Okay, so that's that's two. That's two. You know, you're gonna have. Are you gonna have any non roster guys you have to add? Like Clint Frazier's off to pretty, pretty good, good start. start. Yeah. Do you want to add Clint Frazier? Does he roster? got an out in his deal? I don't even know. Probably. Uh, like Sandy Leone. You know, what happens if they want to play it slow with Mitch Garver and you got to have a a catcher? Do you want Sam Huff to go to the minors and catch every day, or do you want him, or do you want to just add Sandy Leone because uh, you know he's a veteran and knows how not to. Get rusty. What's the huff thing? His shoulders hurt me. Shoulder tightness. I, I, I'm be Just, shocked if it's anything serious. Yeah, right. Um, Everything right now is they're back to full speed and it's starting to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's starting typical to, spring training soreness. Yeah. They're you know. just sore. And, and they're going to be very, very, very cautious. Yeah, it's with, just the names are different. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Adrian Beltre anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it happens to be Nathan Evaldi. Okay. So we're guessing here. So who do you guess? Otto, those two? No. <sighs> And then uh, I want to go to the. I want to go to there. I mean, we're not going to do the whole roster because we know who I'll, a lot I'll, of the. Roster. I'll I'll say Otto and Cody. I don't. I think that's what Otto I wrote, Cody. I'm not okay. Change it. So who is okay? We know who our starting infield is. Yep. We know who our catchers are right for now. Yeah. We got Hyman and Garber. Yep. We know who our outfield left to right. You're probably looking at let's just say Grossman, and then you got Leodi, and then you got Adolis. Who are the bench guys? Well, Brad Miller's on the team. He's going to make the team, so he's going to be. Either platoon or he's going to play some first base and yeah, and maybe DH, DH or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Brad Miller's one of the guys. Uh, I would I would I would put Josh Smith on the team. Okay, it's another guy. Bubba Thompson on the team. That's okay. And then uh, is and there then, one more? And then you don't know. Then then maybe it's a, a Mark Matthias. Uh, I like Matthias. He can play a lot of things. He had a nice audition, I guess, at the end of last season. Um, stayed here and worked out with stayed Marcus here and worked Simeon. out with Simeon, which I'm sure is, can't can't hurt. Nah. Uh, the coaches saw him a lot, so um, you know, let's go that let's let's do that. That gives you one one or two left handed bats on the bench, depending on if Brad Miller is yeah. playing or not. And um, yeah, I mean Grossman is a switch hitter, uh, and and he's, yeah, but he's been really, really like bad against right handers the yeah. last couple of years. But uh, he thinks he's worked on some things and. Uh, uh, hitting coach uh, Donnie Ecker thinks he's thinks that he knows why Grossman's been out of whack. So it'd be nice to see him get some some left-handed bats. But uh, yeah, that's a nice I, problem to have. Yeah, if he but turns I, into I still something. think Bubba Thompson makes the team. Just he can he can play all three outfield positions. He's a threat. He's, he's a, a late inning he's, threat. He's a, a, he's a guy. You know, he's a winning piece because of his speed. If they want to win, his defense. Yeah, that is a. One hell of a weapon. Yeah. Sure. And let's just say he does turn into anything where he's batting 240, 250 and, and getting on base a little over 300. That's a guy who might be rotating around and getting in that lineup yeah. three or four days a week. Sure. And then definitely getting in late in games and close games. He's going to be yeah. pinch running. Defensive or replacement. Defensive yeah. replacement. He's going to play a lot. Um, but like you've always said in his development, do they need to get any more at bats every day? But good Lord, Bochy wants to win. 
Yeah. And Bochy wants every weapon he's got in the toolbox. Well, Chris Young wants to win. The sure. Rangers no, want no, no. to win. And, and they, Ray Davis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nobody, exactly. nobody, exactly. Ray Davis opened his checkbook and said, I want to so, win. So find your 26 and, and do it. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about basically anything else we want to touch on. Um, and then maybe guys, we'll you'll find out if we do have Mark Church that's going to join us here in a second. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean there probably is a lot of things we can talk about, but I th- I think that you know it looks like Jacob Degrom's on a good track. It looks like they're not worried about Ovaldi. Um, yeah, you know. it's just no, normal sort of. Hey guys, again, we're going to be there next week. When you see this and it first comes out, know that we are going to be at spring training next week. Who do you, who do you want us to talk to? Messages. Anybody you want to ask a question? Look, I can almost guarantee you we can do it. Sometimes you can't. These guys are moving around, but we'll we'll be able to to try to throw a question out or do something or talk sure. to somebody. Sure. So let us know who you want to talk to. Be happy to anybody from the minor league all the way up to the big leagues. Any front office, we can try to hook that up too. But you got to let us know. We're going to get videos. We'll make some videos. They're going to be out. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. And a big thanks to Premier Properties once again, who is the sponsor of spring training this year for doing that. When we come back after this, we're either going to go down on the bus leagues or you're going to see Mark Church here in just a second. Yeah, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. (laughs) All right, guys, we'll be right back. Rangers Today Spring Training coverage is brought to you by Premier Properties. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or have someone manage your real estate, Premier Properties is the place for you. They've been serving the DFW area for over 30 years, plus they manage my property, so I should know. If you have any real estate needs, call them at 972-298-4000. That's 972-298-4000. Or go to swdallasrealty.com. That's SW, like Southwest, dallasrealty.com. That's Premier Properties, your Main Street Realtor. All right, guys, and joining us right now from Surprise, Arizona. In fact, he had an inning today. It's Texas Rangers right-handed pitcher and a name that we have been hearing a lot about from Surprise. It's Mark Church. Mark, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much. Just trying to cool down. Uh, it's actually warming up here in Surprise. It's been cold the whole week, so it's good to get some sunshine today. Mark, it's been cold the whole spring. There were three nice days, and that's it. It's been cold, rainy. It hailed one day, for crying out loud. You got rained out the other day, which screwed us up. So um, anyway, glad you could make it. Glad that we could make work this out. Yeah, John, John said... You talked about your inning today. Uh, one hit, three strikeouts, scoreless inning. Kind of, kind of continuing a, a good spring for you. So, what, what is working for Mark Church? Honestly, everything is pretty much working. Um, I'm just trying to stay focused and stay consistent at this point, though. Uh, t- t- for for those of us who are for listeners and watchers who might not know, talk about your arsenal a little bit. Fastball, slider. Yeah, I have, about fastball, I have the fastball and I have the slider. I'm, right now, I'm trying to learn a splitter. So, um, Il Baldi has been kind of uh, teaching me his and giving me little pointers every day. So, hopefully, I have that by the end of the year. But right now, I'm just trying to perfect the fastball and slider. So, this, this is your first big league spring training. Um, you know the names on the on the big league roster. I know where your locker is. I know the guys you're, you're next to. What's What's this experience been like so far for you? I mean, it's been nothing but amazing. Um, guys like Brad Miller and um, Nate Iovaldi, man, they really talk to me. They take their time every day to just, you know, talk to me. And, I, you know, I have a lot of questions, you know, me being in the minors. And I just question those guys every day. How is it like? How do they handle adversity? And 
what's it like in the bigs and is everything I imagine. So just having those guys, you know, sit down and talk to me and take their time, to, you know, just explain what it's like up there really has been a, a, a help for me. Is, has there been one tip above all all else that you're, you really has sunk in with you? Honestly, um, Brad told me, he told me to stay boring. Uh, if I'm struggling or if I'm doing really good, just to stay consistent in my routines and never get too high or too low, just to keep riding it out. It's a long season. Now your, your locker where it is in the clubhouse, it, it's, it's right by the, the, the door the coaches go in to get to their locker room. So mm-hmm. I think you get a lot of extra t- conversations with guys. And I saw you having one with Craig Maddox. And I really, honestly, I, I couldn't hear a word you're saying, but it, I thought you guys were talking about change-ups. But what what was it about? And like, are, I mean, you know, I know where you're from. You're from Atlanta. He he was a, a Braves great. Was that like a surreal moment for you? Yeah, it, it was a surreal moment. And you know, I grew up a big Braves fan. You know, I know who Greg Maddox is and been idolizing him my whole life. So you know, just to have him in spring training, I had to ask the question: How did he threw the change up? I'm not a big change up guy because. That's kind of not my slot, but he was he was just explaining to me everybody has different shapes and really you just got to learn it for yourself. So that's the best advice he could give me. But I mean, just talking to him every day about the delivery and the foundation of pitching has been wonderful. And what I mean, those those great Braves teams. You were technically, I don't even think you were alive for them, honestly. But I'm sure you you, yeah. you know the history of. Glavin, Smoltz, uh, Matt Maddox, Steve Avery, uh, just all these great pitchers. Um, but you didn't pitch really a lot growing up. Yeah. So how, how did it, how did it evolve until you, you started pitching again? So actually, I got on the mound as a bet. So one of my best friends, he bet me it's the last game of the fall. And he bet me, I think it was fifty dollars that I couldn't hit ninety off the mound. So I, I take the bet and I get on the mound and. I think I hit 91 miles an hour, and then um, I ran into uh, yeah, you hit, you hit 92. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, 92. But um, after that, I got with uh, my pitching coach back home. Uh, I hired one. His name is Marvin Freeman. Pitched 10 years in the bigs. Oh, sure, I know Marvin. Yeah, I know Marvin. Yeah, yeah. So he, he told me that day, he said, you're not a shortstop anymore. <laughs> so I, I took that and rolled with it, and then it just played out how it played out. Sure. What did you do for fifty dollars? Uh, I do not remember. I probably bought some food for three weeks, but fifty dollars in high school—you know—that's lasting me at least three weeks to a month. So. That's a lot. Of, that's a, a lot, lot of Chick Fil A. A lot of Chick Fil A and a lot of Chipotle for sure. That's a lot of yeah. So it seems. I mean, your 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 birthday's at the end of this month. You, you turn twenty-two. I mean, you had. It's not like you've been pitching a long time. Um, how much are you still learning about it? I guess you never stop learning, but do you I feel mean, like you're a crafty veteran now, or do you do you still have some things that you you need I, to learn? I feel like I'm still still at the beginning of this pitching stuff. I I feel like I haven't even cracked the surface to pitching. I know it's pretty. I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. I don't try to you know make things too difficult with too many analytics. I just try to keep it simple and be an athlete up there, but. I'm learning new things about my foundation 
and my delivery every day and just trying to take things from different players to ultimately make me a better pitcher. So, so the, the splitter, um, why, why would you incorporate that? Just some, just another weapon, a different look? Yeah, just a different lift, look to lefties, especially last year. I noticed like lefties had an easier time uh, seeing me than, than the righties. Last year, I, I felt like when a righty came up, it was game over. But when a lefty came up, I kind of had to, you know, work around certain situations and just something to go right to the lefties. Okay. So, I mean, you, you are in big league camp. I know you, 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 you made it to double a last year, um, which, you know, as you damn well know, is 45 minutes away from globe life field, but being in big league camp, does that make it feel like this is, re- this is real? This, this, this isn't too far away. Yeah. That, that first day in big league camp, I, I still couldn't, couldn't even fathom how good it felt. Um, we got three pairs of pants, three, like, Everything you got a chef there, so I mean everything was surreal to me. I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm I see the Grom walk in and and guys that I literally just take notes and watch on YouTube at night, and these guys I'm in the same locker room as them. So the first couple of days was definitely crazy, but I just want to show that I can ultimately maybe get there one day. So, so you you've you've pitched three times now, I think this spring. The last two have been really good. The first one lasted one pitch. <laughs> it was a strike. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was a strike. strike. It, 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 for those who don't know, it was hit for a, a walk-off homer. And uh, what, what did were you like? Damn it! I didn't even get started. I was actually asking for the ball back because back in minor league camp, you know, games don't really matter. They don't really keep up with the score. So after he hit it, I'm asking for the ball back, and they're like. The game's over. <laughs> I'm like, man, this isn't, I forgot this isn't minor league camp. So it was a what, what did they say? Just don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. It was just, it came and I got, I, I kind of really wasn't bummed. I was just like, dang, I guess welcome to the big league camp. Yeah. 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 So, um, have you, or, did you come into camp with goals that you're trying to set out to accomplish? And, uh, I mean, it's been what, two weeks. So, how are you doing on that progress? Honestly, my, my whole goal is just to learn from the guys who are there, the veterans in the locker room. That's my whole goal. If I can just take something from each one of them, you know, and put it into my routine, that's my ultimate goal to make me better. So every day I, I come up with a question with Evaldi, when I see Eovaldi, and just to pick his brain and uh, ultimately become better. Yeah, he, we, we talked to him, I don't know, if it was the, fr- I guess it was the first day in camp and he was talking about, Oh, all these young guys. And he said, Oh, Mark church, Mark church, Mark church. Do you, yeah, do you I've f- heard your name a few times. Do you, uh, do they, do they pat you on the butt? I mean, I know you're a young guy and they're veterans and there's always that old kind of sentiment and in, in big league camp where the, the veterans don't want to give the rookies any, any, uh, any dap, but it seems like, these guys are pretty open and, and, and building, building up, not just you, but the other young guys. Nah, especially your body. I remember his first day in camp. I, I've been there. I've been here actually since like January 30th, but I think he got here mid February before everybody else. And, um, he was in the minor league locker room with us. And then, um, one thing that really stuck out to me is that he was watching everybody's bullpen who threw that day. And I think he was out there for an hour and a half. 
So just seeing him and and he's he's literally like learning and and just watching everybody. So seeing that was really like, dang, this guy's is really a, a great teammate, you know. So after seeing that, I was just like, I had to go up to him and ask him stuff every day because he's been there. He's been through failures, injuries. He's been through it all. So, Yeah. Well, and that's just it. You're not just learning how to pitch. You're learning how to be a ball player. And exactly. Being a great, t- a great teammate is part of that. Yep. So I, I, I think that's great. Excuse my dogs for barking. <laughs> all right, this, is the, this is the point in the show where I let John start asking some non-baseball questions. So, John – Fire yeah. away. Yeah, I get to, I get to, he, he has you know, the softball stuff and then I get to have a little more fun with you. Okay. So you grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Yeah. You went to North Atlantic high school. Did you play any other sports when you were growing up? I played football for two years when I was eight and nine. I got hit once. I didn't play a lot. I, I, I rode the bench. So I got hit once in practice. They put me at quarterback and it knocked the wind out of me. I was crying. And I never played football after that. And then I played uh, basketball all the way up to ninth grade. And then I kind of was shorter growing up. I didn't hit a growth spurt until my senior year. So I was about five, six all uh, throughout high school. So I knew my basketball was going to work. So, yeah. What are you now, 6'3"? Yeah, 6'3". So I, did, I, I was definitely a late bloomer. Oh, my sure. gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so. How tall were you when the Rangers drafted you? Your senior year. Six okay. Interesting. He's, he's only 21. I mean, good Lord, he might have another inch growing in there. I don't know. I mean, that's the age. Okay, so in 2019, you were an 18th round pick by the Rangers. So this is a fun question I always like to ask. So you were you you were a middle round, you were a later round. Where were you at, and how did you find out you'd been drafted? Um, I remember I was at I was at main event. So it's it's kind of like a restaurant. If y'all know what main event. Yeah, we've got oh, a couple yeah. here in oh, yeah. te- in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So I was at main event with my agent, and then I remember he told me I was drafted, and I, I thought I was going to be like a day two guy. I didn't really know how to draft work. So right. uh, I remember after day two, I was real bummed that I didn't get drafted. and It was looking like college was what it was. So um, he explained to me more of just because you're in the later rounds doesn't mean that you are going to sign for less than what you want to sign for. So after he explained all that, then I was real stoked. I mean, the Rangers at the time, Derek Tucker was the uh, head scout, and I probably was the closest with the Rangers throughout the whole. I mean, for me, the draft process happened so late. So uh, I was closest with the Rangers, and and I was just stoked that I went to the Rangers. Okay, so now for those that don't know, you were going to go to North Carolina A&T? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. So I was going to North, yeah, I was going to North Carolina NT. They call it NCAP for short. But um, once I started pitching, I committed there as a shortstop my right. first semester of high school. So once I started pitching, I committed to Chipola College in Florida, the JUCO. The JUCO, Chipola. Okay, I was going to say, did you have any other offers besides that? No. Before, as a shortstop, no. I didn't have any other offers. Okay. So your first pro season that you pitched, did you just stay at the uh, Arizona Complex League? Is that where you stayed, or did you end up going out? So my first year, I signed so late. I signed in July, and I think we had about six weeks left in the season. So they decided not to pitch me that whole 2019 until instructs. Right. And then my pro debut was actually in 2021 because of COVID. So, oh yeah, 2020 shut everybody down. I guess you started. Did you start out at, at uh, down east or where did you go? Uh, I think I spent three weeks and extended, 
And um, I got out of extended and went to Downey's. All right. Now, here's some fun stuff I like to do. Favorite food. What's your favorite kind of food you like to eat? Uh, I'll go with shrimp Alfredo. That's Big shrimp good. Alfredo. You, you're muted, Jeff. So, <laughs> Jeff, you're muted. If you're trying to say anything, you're muted. <laughs> I said that's interesting because no one's ever said anything like that. It's usually, no, oh, no. steak or, yeah. Yeah, my mom's spaghetti or something like that. You can't shrimp Alfredo, man. Man, you can't go wrong there. Shrimp Alfredo is <laughs> good food. I don't care who you are. All right. Is there a favorite fast food you like to eat? Chipotle. If that counts. That Chipotle does count. counts. Yeah. So what's your Chipotle, go-to? I'll probably eat during the season. I eat Chipotle almost every day. What do you usually get? Is it same, the same thing? Is it? Yeah, I usually get? go two, two steak bowls and then I eat one right then and then I try to save one for after practice and before the game and then make a smoothie. So that's my free game ritual is Chipotle every day. All right. Now let's go to your, your favorite home cooked meal. So what's your favorite home cooked mm-hmm. meal and who cooks it? Is it grandma, mom, girlfriend, who cooks your favorite home cooked meal? And what is it? Mm, I'm probably going to go with, um, let's see. I don't, I don't know if you heard of this, but, I remember I told one of the chefs in the uh, clubhouse the other day, but salmon croquettes, it might be a country. Or no, a I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah sure. They were looking at me crazy when I said salmon croquettes in the uh, in the lunchroom the other day. So I'll go with my mom's salmon croquettes. Did, they, did you tell did them how to make, make it? Nah, they, they didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I don't know how to make it, so I just left it. I showed them a picture and left it at that. <laughs> I tell you what, when you get up there, you'll they'll, they'll be they'll start making you some salmon croquettes. <laughs> Make sure. Okay, so um, Mark, tell me this: What do you like to do in your spare in your spare time? Do you play golf? Do you fish? Do you hunt? What do you like um, to do? When I'm back home in Atlanta in the off season, I'm a big. I like to play basketball because, for sure, for conditioning, right? Like I, that's that's a way easy way to get conditioning in, and then I just like being outdoors. So I want to get into you know maybe fishing or just try it one time, but. I like being outdoors. I don't, I'm not really a homebody, so. There, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, great baseball talent from Atlanta. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Do you work out with anybody from any other organizations? I mean, shoot, there's enough from probably the the Rangers to work out with, but it just seems like it's kind of been a hotbed. Did anybody you work out with? So it's it's actually crazy. If I went down the list, I probably can name probably about fifteen big leaguers I work out with and then probably about 40 pro guys and just in general. So, but a couple guys, uh, Lawrence Butler for the A's, Brett Roberts, um, from the Marlins, Mike Harris from the Braves. Yeah. Uh, we all have like this little thing. Um, so Marquise Grissom is kind of the owner of it and, uh, okay. it's called the Hill. and we work out there and then Marvin Freeman is the pitching coach. So Tink Hintz with the Cardinals, we had that for about six weeks, but uh, I do my strength training with Coach Mike um, out of Champ Fitness and Power Springs, and then guys like Will Benson, Xavier Curry. We all go there. So I mean, the there's so many pro guys in Atlanta that we work out with, and we're all in a big group chat. And every time somebody's doing good, we all we all talk in the group chat, and it's just like a whole big family. What, what is is Drew Jones part of that? Um, no, he's not. He's not. Okay. 
because I, I, I know I know you know who Andrew Jones is, and yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he spent one he spent one year at the Rangers. I don't know if you knew that. In two thousand nine, he was with the Rangers. It was he was no that. longer a center fielder. He was a, he played first base in DH, yeah. and he had a decent season. He had a decent season, but yeah, that was um, it's it's amazing that. I'm old enough, and John's old enough now. In fact, guys we've covered have kids in in baseball, and Absolutely. who are who are really good. Yeah, it makes you feel old, Mark. Oh, I've got a daughter that's about five years older than than him. So, I mean, are you kidding me? I'm an old man. <laughs> so, doing that. Okay, I got a couple more. I'm going to get you out of here. I could go on forever, but we're gonna we're gonna have you on again. And so, we've got uh, more questions. To go. Yeah. What, Jeff? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you were saying I, I need to ask him something. I'm sorry. Oh no. Okay. One of them, binge watching. Is there anything you're binge watching right now? You're doing on Netflix or whatever. What 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 are you going uh, I'm, to? I'm a big uh, BMF guy right now. So, I mean, they got a new episode dropping every Friday. So that's the show I'm watching right now. I B- like narco. BMF. Yeah. What's that mean? It's about the Black Mafia family. If you ever oh, heard that. Oh, cool. What's that yeah. on? It's on stars. Stars. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. B- write that. I love mafia stuff, man. I love <laughs> crime. Oh, cool. Okay. On stars. All right. Last one. Now, this is a fun one. Um, we that we always ask everybody, and we get some really fun answers. And I'm anxious to hear yours. So it's what is something that nobody knows about Mark Church? And I'll give you some examples. Jack Lighter. I don't know if you know Lighter or not, but Jack Lighter yeah. hate hates peanut butter. He hates peanut butter. Yeah. Then you got who else did we had? We had uh, Davis Wenzel cut his finger off when he was a kid, um, oh stuff like God. that. What what is something that nobody knows about Mark Church? See, that's a hard one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always a tough one, but wow, something that <laughs> I love I'm the down. looks because everybody's like, I usually tell everybody everything. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Up a good one. I really, <laughs> I'm not trying to give you guys a boring one because I could say something like I'm allergic to tree nuts, but <laughs> that's not that's not cool. But I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> so, what are tree nuts? I mean, you're talking like uh, like walnuts and like I can eat peanuts, but you, you okay? So, like, so you can't have a, a a slice of pecan pie? No. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'll remember that. We can't do that. It's okay if you got to think on it. Cause listen, Jeff and I are going to be there Wednesday. Uh, we're going back out. Right. His, his second trip. I'm flying out for the first time. We'll be there Wednesday through Monday. So we're definitely going to come look you up. And- I, I, I do have one for you. Okay. All right. And and you, you just kind of, you said it's not a big deal, but sometimes you wear a pink glove when you pitch. Oh Yeah. So talk about talk about your gloves because you got a bunch of different ones. So yeah, I have I have three more actually coming in today. So I probably need to. I wanted to go back to the locker room to see if they can. But yeah, I'm a guy. I I love to be different out there. Uh, I have a black glove, a pink glove, a white glove. Like I literally just ordered an all white glove, and uh, I'm sponsored by a small glove company called the JL Glove Company out of California. And um, when I told him I wanted an all-white glove, he texted me. He was like, you know you can't pitch with that, right? And I'm like, yeah, I just <laughs> I just want every color. So I, I want to get every color. And I travel with them all. And I like to have a variation that I could choose from every day. You, you say the JL Glove Company? Yeah, the JL Glove Company. 
That's really cool. Now the pink one, so you don't have. Uh, that's going to be great whenever you're up here for the 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 Mom's Day, and they do it for cancer mm-hmm. awareness and stuff like that. But that you'll already have the glove. That'll be cool. But just to go out and be different, I love it. I'm sorry. Well, I want to see the white glove when we're there next week. I want to see that yeah. thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I want to see it too. To see it too. <laughs> it's like seeing a white buffalo or something like that, you know. <laughs> hey, Jeff, you got anything else? We let Mark get back out of there. No, but uh, you're staying at the village right across the street. I appreciate you hustling over from the game um, and, and then working with us because I know the, the rain screwed thing and the rain Wednesday screwed things up. But, um, yeah, go go out and get a, get a nice salmon croquet somewhere and, uh, <laughs> and have, a good, have a good meal tonight. Uh, I'm afraid to ask about the salmon croquettes again because everybody <laughs> thought I said something in a different language when I said that <laughs> I have heard of them and I think I've eaten them before. So well, here's the thing. There are enough old people in surprise that, that some restaurant there has to have it. I'm going to, yeah, you need to Google that. I bet they do. Yeah, I got to Google it. Yeah, you yep. got to do it. Or maybe make my, when my mom comes out, make her make them for me. Absolutely. There you go. Mom. There you go. Maybe Smell up we'll the be there too. And she need to make some extra because I'm telling yeah. you, salmon croquettes, good. All right, guys, that's Mark Church, right-hand pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Mark, this has been fantastic, buddy. Thanks for stopping down. We'll see you Wednesday, and we'll come out and say hello. All right, thank you guys for having me. Awesome. You got it. Thanks, man. It is time to go down in the bus leagues on our last show before we go to spring training. Um, I want to do something a little different. I mean, first of all, is there any news we're hearing from anybody out there that we need to talk about? Because no. after that, I want to talk about some guys that nobody's talking about who could really break out this year, have a chance to do something. Yeah, no, you know, there there hasn't been a, a ton of news from the minor league side. It's just, you know, guys are... They're not are really there, there but... they're not. Yeah, they're there early. I mean, uh, I ran into Brock Porter former guest, the, right. the fourth rounder last year. And he's been there since just after new year's day. So uh, a lot of, a lot of guys are doing that and um, it's a good thing. You know, they're, yep. they're hungry and ready to go and uh, haven't heard of any injuries yet. So that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um, the, they will pop up. I mean, there's going to be more than a hundred of them. You know, right. it's, it's, it's going to happen. Um, but right now uh, the, the way camp is going to break down is uh, I think Monday is the sixth, right? So Monday and Tuesday physicals and some on field stuff. Um, they'll, they'll practice workout for a few days. Then they'll have interleague games for a few days and then they'll start. When do they start the, interleague games Thursday and Friday? Uh, boy, I think it's, I think it's Friday at the earliest over that weekend. And then they start playing games against yeah. other teams. So we'll be there right the, on the following time. week. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's, there's going to be bodies everywhere. Right. And it, it, but it's a it's a good thing, and right? The good thing is that they all have names on their jerseys. <laughs> yeah, so that that helps, no doubt about it. I mean, we recognize a lot of them, but it's always good for get a little insurance. Well, let me ask you this before I get into my little thing. I want to do who is it you're excited to see once they get started? Some names that we know, <sighs> like I I want to see Gutierrez. I haven't really seen oh, yeah, him in person. Yeah. 
Um, everyone knows that name. He's one of the top prospects in the organization. Sure. Um, I, I really want to see him in person. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's in camp. Uh, that that group of young Dominican guys, they're all in right. camp. Um, uh, I want you know Sebastian Walcott, who they just signed from the Bahamas. Is he going to be there? He's there now. Really? Yeah, he got there on uh, last Friday. Oh, and, well, uh, there's another one I want to see. We want to see. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, such a such a young guy. You know, Bahamas. He, there's not a language barrier, so we're going to be able to talk to him, I think. And um, but like Dane Acker has just been getting rave reviews. Yes. Um, and maybe our guest next week. Yeah. No, he's he's going to be on at some point. We're going to talk to him in a podcast setting, whether Absolutely. it's next week or the week after. Absolutely. You're getting yep. some Dane Acker for the second time. He, he came on last year when he was rehabbing. I, but I have game. read that they are just. Just love Dane Acker. Um, and I, you know, and, and I've seen Ian Muller, uh, the catcher who was on our show last year from surprise, uh, you know, didn't have a, a, a Not great a showing at, at down East, but, um, you know, you, you're hearing a lot of talk about Cody Freeman cause he's in big league camp, uh, you know, Who's been on the show? Yeah, but but Freeman and and Mueller are, are probably neck and neck for the number two catching prospect behind Huff. I know Huff isn't a prospect, but right. he's also not established yet, so we'll right. still call him a prospect. Uh, you know, the Rangers he, he's got a big arm and he has a lot of power. Yeah, and they think that they think that this is kind of the year that he's going to be able to step forward. And one of his best friends is Cam Colley. Yeah, uh, who got some serious love from Baseball America? The Baseball America had him as the Rangers' number fifteen prospect. Um, I, who who came along later? He kind of struggled at first, starting yeah, the season. Yeah, but these but were high school kids coming. Sure, out. he's an he you know athletic guy uh, has hit some home runs. He's got little powers of developing. Um, good good defensive player. So he, interesting to see him too. Uh, Davis Wenzel. Who's who's been at camp? You know, he hit a home run in the in the Cactus League game the other day. Right. Uh, you know, he's. I'd assume. You know, the only thing that's holding Davis back is is injuries. Absolutely. He's he's a he's a major league talent. Well, let's be really honest. Last year when Josh Young went down, that was a name after what oh, the yeah. way he started in spring training. We thought that was the guy that was going to end up making his major. Thought league he'd game. be the thought he'd be the first guy up. Yep. That's exactly. Yeah. And then he struggled a little out of the gate, and then you know he, he got hurt back you know they thought it was his calf but it was it was in the back so he had to go to arizona and rehab it he ended up hitting like 17 or 18 home runs last yeah. season you yeah. know he didn't hit for a high average but he had worked the previous offseason on adding elevation loft to his swing right I, he accomplished that now it is and he you know is is the finishing piece there is the is the hit tool behind right great um but let, let's see it you know let's, let's yeah. see how he plays um uh, you know they're you know, I want to see Brock Porter. You know, uh, Andrew Painter, who was a a, yeah. a big time draft choice last year, he pitched in a game for the Phillies yesterday in you know, ninety nine, and everybody's like, "Ooh, well, yeah." Brock Porter was considered a better prospect than that guy. Yeah. So let's 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 get Brock in an A game and see what he can do. You know, and uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, though, you never they? know. You never know. But, what is uh, it called? He, he's a a jix, a, a just in a case. Jick, just in case. Just yeah. in case, maybe come in and throw an inning. I don't know, but yeah. you know what? He's going to def. Well, he's already throwing now, but we'll definitely see Porter walking around there. Yeah, yeah. So and I, and I, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I well, see one it. of the guys, one of the things I wanted to look at. We know top prospects. We know yeah. the guys everyone talks about. Evan Carter. They're talking about the guys that are there. But there are some guys that have been, for whatever reason, they've kind of slid under. They've been forgotten. Who could really maybe get totally healthy, get going, and showcase. Yeah. 
And there are some guys that, as deep as this organization are, these guys were legit prospects, or they are not just names or has-beens. Yeah. These guys are legit who no one's talking about. And, and there's a few of them. One for me, obviously, is Ryan Garcia. Yeah, yeah. The guy from UCLA. And if you haven't seen what he did last year, he just stayed it down east. Um, but this is a guy who was I the— I think he finished at Hickory. I think he got a start in did, did he end up yeah. getting one there? He or was two. the Pac-12 player of the year coming out of uh, out of UCLA when he was drafted by the Rangers in 2019, the second round. Yeah, yeah it was second round. And has suffered through the injuries after that. But, good Lord, this guy knows how to throw. He was the yeah. Friday night pitcher. And if you don't know about college baseball— they, they, the Friday night pitcher is the ace of the staff. Yeah. And he, he had like a 1.74 ERA yeah. in college in yeah. the Pac-12. Now, the Pac-12, any baseball, even SEC, is not double-A AA or triple-A hitting. Right. Nothing like that. But I don't care. It's big-time baseball. And that guy had a – he was good. I want to see Ryan Garcia fully. He came on the show. What a great kid. Yeah. But he is like – he didn't care if he stayed at Down East all year. He's back healthy on a mound. Yeah, he's grateful for where he is. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think these guys can take the game for granted. And then yep. when they take it away from them, they realize, hey, this is a special opportunity we have. I mean, he lives right down the street from the complex. He's been there as well. Um, I think Aaron Zavala was was a stain with him uh, this this winter after the surgery. I saw Aaron. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But, uh, you know, that's, that's another guy. I know people talk to him about him a lot. I mean, he's a Baseball America top 10 prospect. But um, see how quickly he can mend and see when he gets can get back on the field because he's a guy who can who can who has such a great approach and and understanding of the strike zone. They don't want him to and get legitimately maybe a reason why some of these outfield guys that they didn't sign weren't signed. Well, they know yeah. they have some guys that Mike could fill in for that left field spot. Yeah, Dustin Harris too, who's in big league camp. Evan Carter. Uh, I mean, you got three or four guys right uh, there on the brink. Getting there, getting yeah. there. And um so yeah, I I agree uh, with with seeing Ryan, but you know there are guys who you just like Larson Kendrich who who pitched so well last year. I, you know Mitch Bratt who's going to be pitching for Canada. Unfortunately, I, he he'll be gone. We'll get to see him on TV. Go yeah, watch him pitch I, for. I'm assuming Team Canada won't advance. So right, he, get, he won't be gone get, too long. Get him yeah. at the end of camp, but um, you know he he had a, a a really good year. He had another another one of our guests and interesting backstory. Uh, it's just, you know, there are just so many guys, you know, you hate to for, I'll tell you another name. somebody. Yeah, I, I've got one. And this guy, when he was drafted, and this guy right here has been touted at one time as he is the most athletic, best, best athlete in this entire organization and has just been riddled with the worst luck as far as injuries go, and that's Chris Cease. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He he. He he's is a there, stud. He's there perfect. now. He's like a specimen. He's unbelievable. 6'3". <laughs> he's a specimen, man. And, and they uh, say, they, I'm going to tell you right now, I remember hearing this back when he was first, the, like the first year out of, out of the draft. They were like, this is the guy that will replace uh, Elvis Sanders. Yeah. This is the guy that will be yeah. the next shortstop for the Texas Rangers. Yeah. And, and he, he just, two freak shoulder surgeries. And, and then an ACL. He, he's, he's, uh. He was in the, you know, like they took him three picks after Bubba Thompson. So right. that would have been 2017. And uh, so he's still young, but he's getting older. You know, he, he, 25, 26. He needs, you know, the, he, I know he's got the injury history and, and the COVID year screwed everybody up. And so, like, you know, your 24 year olds or you know, 23 yeah. year old experience wise. So 
Right. He really, he needs to have a good year. He needs to, this is a big year for him. He needs to get to double A and do, do stuff. I think stuff. he'll start at double A. He might, yeah, but he needs to have but a productive year. I heard they're putting him at some first base, too. Well, yeah, I mean, he can probably play anywhere. Uh, and they don't have, they do not have a lot of uh, first base depth. First baseman in, in, in the farm system. And well, this is a guy they thought had power. Sure. He's a big Speed. boy. Yeah. Oh, man, he's a big boy. He's fast, can play shortstop. And I remember getting some video of him last year playing shortstop when we were there at spring yeah. and doing that. So that's two, I said, Ryan Garcia and Chris Sees. These are guys no one's talking about. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, if nothing else, don't solidify themselves again. Jonathan Ramilis kind of fell off the map and then shot back last year with the year he had. Right. Um, this could be a guy that could earn his way at somebody else taking a chance with him or be included in a deal or somewhere. Yeah. Send us Cease also. You know, they that maybe they don't have the depth at a certain position to do that. But uh that that's two. Um that, that I'm thinking of anybody else you're thinking of that, that might, that no but, one, you know, I mean, I, these guys, these guys aren't under the radar because they're a major league camp, but it, this off season, they didn't get a lot of attention. Blaine Krim, our buddy hit another home and run. Another, another friend of ours, Justin Foskey. And, oh God, Foskey took and, off. And it's just crazy. They both had really, really good years. And yep. I know Foskey didn't have the, the big power numbers, but he still had an OPS of over 850. Right. Or right around 850. And, um, he, this is, this is just a, a good, these are just two good players. And I mean, Foscue, for some reason, baseball America didn't have him in their top 10. <laughs> okay. All right. He, he is a very good, legitimate prospect. Maybe it's because he Rangers didn't have a position, but they, the Rangers just think he's going to hit and hit a lot. And right. so I, I just think that, that, you know, he'll probably go to, I'm assuming he starts at triple a this year. Yep. Um, and he's going to hit because that's what he does. And same thing with Blaine. And Blaine is just a hit machine. And I just think that those two guys have a chance to create opportunities for themselves. And I know they're in big league camp, so I guess you can't say they're under the radar. But yeah, those things just just kind of sticks out to me. Just kind of yep. Maybe it bothers me. I don't know. But well, well, uh, Blaine Krem is hit every year, and yeah. and just. But let's be honest. They they. I mean, he's he's blocked right now with with with. Uh, Low up at uh, up at the big league level, but the the guy is hit every year. Every time he's come up, yeah. and he's got power. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and hit another one yesterday. I mean, uh, that was a good shot too. It bounced up onto the, the, yeah. the cross the cross. Pretty good. There. Yeah. So, well, guys, anything before we wrap this thing up? No, just you know, remember to subscribe to Rangers today. Five ninety nine a month. Five ninety nine a month. Thirty five dollars for six months. $60 for a year. I, you know, maybe, maybe it's cause I've been in Arizona and where everything is happy and yeah. optimistic, but there's just a, a different vibe around the team this year. Oh, they man. really think they're going to be good. And a lot I of fans around there when you were there, uh, it was growing. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, we're yeah. going to have a lot when yeah. we're there and you, you guys don't want to miss anything. And we cover it all. We cover the farm system like nobody else. Nope. We're there pretty much every day. Absolutely. When the club's at home, we'll, we'll make some road trips um, I've got a cell phone full of phone numbers. Yep. You know, so we're, we're best we're, move I ever made. We're a good, we're a good, <laughs> we're a, a very good value. If you're looking for Rangers coverage, that isn't going to cost you, uh, what a traditional outlet costs you. Yep. Uh, and it's just Rangers. It, it's just Rangers. So you got it. You got to sign up. It, it's really, really good. Um, and then, you know, the, this YouTube channel is something else too. Yeah. I mean, that's, we, Nobody ha nobody has the videos like we have the videos, and nope. nobody has a Rangers podcast like we do. So we don't want you to miss it. So subscribe, hey, share it, 
like it, comment. We try to get to the comments. You'll notice. I know one guy's going to notice that I'm not wearing the Callaway hat today. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing a, a uh, you know, I'm from Colorado, so this is the Colorado state flag logo. I'm wearing a Colorado hat today, not a Colorado Rockies hat, a state of Colorado hat. So I did it for you. I saw your comment, and so I'm wearing the Colorado hat. All right. He did that, too. And, hey, for you guys that love the, the YouTube channel, what's going on? Tell your fan, your friends that are Hispanic. We are going to be doing some more Hispanic stuff. Uh, our, our producer, Joel Perez, yeah. is going to work with us no matter what's going on. He's going to come out and do some interviews in Spanish with some of these guys that are way more comfortable just talking Spanish. Um, and, and a lot of these guys will talk to us, but they're just more comfortable talking Spanish. Yeah, it's sure. just their native. And Joel did a great job with Martin Perez last year. And Perez has already told him, you come to me, I'll get the guys for him. <laughs> but we're going to have a channel on there for them because let, let's be honest. I mean, I, I want every Ranger fan to be a part of Rangers today. Yeah. I don't care whether you're Hispanic and you're Spanish speaking. I don't care what you are. You need to come to Rangers today and we're going to get you some coverage the way you like it. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just complete coverage. That's all I can say. Yep. All, it, it really is. Absolutely. Well, yep. guys, listen, spring training. Thanks again for, for Premier Properties for sponsoring us for spring training. Don't rem remember to go to their website at SWDallasRealty.com. That's SW like Southwest DallasRealty.com. Give me a DM or call me or that. But, guys, this one's different. I usually say I'll see you at the yard. But this time, next time, guys, I'll see you from Arizona. All right. That's it. Let's do it. Roxo Media House.